Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Pucko Podcast! So, Whimsicott, what's up with this obsession with the Golurk? Hashtag Team Ironman. And welcome to the 235th episode of the Puckle Podcast. This is a very, very enunciated fifth there, but um, which is, this is still too many episodes. Um, <laughs> I I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my wonderful co-hosts. Shamu. And the Flavius Mimsicott. And as always, we are bringing you the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League. Uh, nonsensical name we came up with in 2007, and everything's still going well, apparently. Uh, so that's good. Uh, so to go along with that, uh, we are more than just a podcast. If you're a new listener, we are also a community. Um, you can see that a lot in our iTunes reviews recently as well, uh, which is really nice. And uh, yeah, um, that's pretty much who we are. We do battles and tournaments and stuff, and we hang out. And I mean, I like meeting with you guys, so it's it's a blast just getting to know people who are also into Pokemon. That's the whole purpose of this thing, right? Yep. Uh, so without further ado, we will ask you guys the questions we ask every week. What have you been up to in Pokemon lately? Um, I've been just kind of getting my team not done for the Summer League and... <laughs> 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 trying to get the badges done right now. Yeah, how many of you? How many of those do you have done? Four now. Ooh, good. That's nice yeah. to know because yeah. I should be keeping on top of this, but I'm not. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Like, so wait. Oh, we were talking about my team too. Uh, recently, I don't know that I'm running the team I thought I was running. Oh, uh, change it up now. I might change it up because the the mega just wasn't working. I don't want to like spoil <laughs> anything just in case I get lazy. Uh, <laughs> it works it works like one out of ten times like i was trying to run like a really gimmicky team you can't you gotta run different sets and yeah i know that yeah, i gotta I find the spread stuff but there's a good set with it it like... needs like it needs like agility that's what it really means <laughs> uh, i can't remember if we get that or not I it don't... does not 
Oh. Yeah, so unfortunately. Okay, but either way, I'll figure something else out. Don't worry yeah. about it. Are you guys done being all mysterious and stuff? I'm being mysterious. I can't. I don't want to like spoil it just in case I'm lazy and I stick with it. You know what I mean? Like I know what you mean. I was trying to be funny, but I failed. <laughs> I just didn't want to like. I don't want to spoil it. If people like partake in the summer league and challenge my gym, I don't want to be like, "Hey, you know everything about my team." Uh, <laughs> I just want to. I, I got to figure something else out. Though. That would just make you more like a real gym leader in a game. Well, yeah. no, okay. So the whole idea for me is like, you can come and challenge me, and if you lose to me, I'm not going to change my roster. Yeah. So like you know what you know what I'm gonna have. So you know? like a real gym leader in the game. Yeah, exactly. And for I an mean, announcement too with that, like the same thing as last year with the leaders' teams, like they're allowed to switch up, like for the first week or two just to get their team settled and like make yeah. sure it doesn't like crash and burn. But after that, mm-hmm. they're in place. They're in place unless they prove to be too hard. Yeah. So for those of you who are new to the show, the Summer League is our annual tournament um, where we just have like we, – we have like 10 gym leaders. You can actually come to our website, pucklepodcast.com, and earn badges. And we will we'll give you these badges. And at the end, we do an anime-style tournament. So if you have like eight – if you have eight badges, we have 10 just so there's extra gym leaders if you can't meet up with them. And you should get some extra bat, uh, or you could get extra badges to like show off, I guess. I don't know. And we, but we do you that. You can be like Gary Oak. You can yeah. have 10 badges. Exactly. Um, if you're willing to meet with all of the gym leaders, I think all of them have very reasonable meeting times this yeah, year. Yeah. So. Uh, I have the times actually. Uh, we need to get, well, let's worry about that next week. Yeah. Um, we do need to get a website or a page set up for that. So everybody can go and view their times. Look for that this week, guys, at PucklePodcast.com. You can come and check that out. I think the Summer League, we had decided to officially starts on May 29th, right? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, or it's May 30th. May. May 29th or 30th is one of those two. Um, that means I have to get my team done. Oh, man. A lot of gym leaders have Saturday times. Like, Saturday's, like, completely booked. Yeah, Saturday's, <laughs> Saturday's a good day to go, though. I, I think oh, yeah. I'm on Mondays just because I wanted to be different. Um, though there will be one weekend that I'm just not playing, uh, just as a heads up, I won't be, I won't be there the 6th of June. Uh, <laughs> we wonder why. I wonder why, right? <laughs> I wonder. Uh, oh, wonder what that's going to be. Yeah, exactly. It's just like that. And like everybody gets two more episodes of Thatch before he has to leave. And oh, my two- time might change halfway through. I forgot about that. Hmm? I'm like, um, getting oh. a minor promotion at work. So Ooh. my times change. Fancy. Yeah. Yeah. Not much of anything, but my I mean, time it's, changes. It's still so. fancy. Mm, yeah. yeah. Still fancy. What about you, Winsicott? What have happened. you been up to? Uh, what I've been up to lately in Pokemon is what I'm up to right at this moment as we speak. I've been trying for days to get the Jirachi I want, and I am at the point where I'm holding the 20th anniversary Jirachi plush. And I'm having the plush push the button out of desperation. And not even a Jirachi can get a good jolly Jirachi by software <laughs> setting. It's dreadful. I'm desperate. Oh, I'm, I'm trying to have the plush push the button with its right hand, its left hand. One of those ribbony thingies, it's making no difference. Jirachi, I don't know what to do with you anymore. I just oh, don't. man. If anybody has a good jolly Jirachi, send it to Whimsicott. No, 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 no. no. no I she, want, never I want to get it myself. You know how stubborn I am. I know. I'm aware. 
Oh man. Yeah, other than that, um the Blastoise box came out for the generation set, so I bought that. Oh, it actually came out? Yeah, it came out on the eighteenth. Oh. So I went not know. They all said November. That's why I was on, like nope. not sure. Uh the Blastoise box was dropped, so I went and picked it up. So I got my little I got my little Charizard and my little Blastoise on my desk now. So now I'm waiting for uh I'm waiting for my Venusaur. I gotta see what this looks like, because I never really got a look it's, at it. Uh, so, like, the Charizard one's pretty cool, because, like, the one wing's burned. But then the Blastoise one's just like, how do we up that? And it's just like, it's not possible. And <laughs> it's still cool. I mean, they're still both really cool and to have on my desk. And, I mean, I, I don't... I'm getting bad, because, like, I ran out of Amiibo to collect. So, <laughs> like, Wait, it's getting yeah. to the point where, like, it's just like, oh, that's a cool figure inside that Pokemon TCG box. Is there actually a figure in there? Because I don't see the figure. In yeah, these. there's a figure. There's, like, little tiny figure. They're, like, the kind that you would get back in the day for pre-ordering. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like, I see the Charizard. Oh, it's a different... Wait. I'm so yeah. confused now, because, like, these are not the correct images. Oh, maybe not. I don't know. They're really cool, though. I, I'm a big fan. Oh, that one is. Like, the black... It's, like, a... Did it come with a full art card? Like, the... Yeah, it comes with, like, card? a full art card. Is there a giant card as well? No, no giant card. Then why? What am I looking at? Why I don't you... know. I have no idea what you're looking at. Yeah, no, the Blastoise the Xbox for Generations dropped, so I got that. And I've been trying to play Pokemon, oh, but the past three weeks at work have just been awful. So I haven't gotten much Pokemon in other than, like, playing around with my team for Summer League. Yeah. And I've played some VGC a little bit, and so I'm, like, I'm getting to the point where, like, I can start to switch the metas pretty fluidly, which is really nice. It's been a while bef- since I could do that. And... You just know you're good at Pokemon when you can, like, get on Showdown, and when you're in between, like, 1,000 and 1,200 on any ladder, you can kind of just, like, manhandle the match. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just, you just feel so in control the entire time. I that wish ladder, I knew though. what you meant. <laughs> the reason that that's low ladder, it's like a lot of rent, like, oh, I'm going to play some Pokemon. Pokemon Showdown, oh, what's this? And then you yeah. deal with these little kids that don't know what they're doing. Yeah, like... Low ladder, you just kind of, like, you just get to this point, Whimsicott, which I'm sure you'll reach at some point, where, like, if you play enough, you just get to the point where you you know what's going to happen, you know the very typical sets, and you can predict the very easy plays, and I, you can I just don't... sit there and, like, manhandle the match. But then I've done it so many times. I think I can, I can see, like, the obvious stuff coming in OU. Yeah. In other tiers... Not so much. It's pretty much the way I feel in Little Cup all the time. Uh, hashtag Thatch is good at Little Cup. Uh, well, I I can like revel in the knowledge that you are so good at Pokemon, and we have had one match to date, and I beat you. That's true. You did beat me. <laughs> And you totally pretended that the audio didn't record correctly, but it we did. all know you were pretend. you were ashamed to be beaten by a whimsicott and a leafion. Admit it. Ted. No, no, Admit no, no. It. I was just I like would. <laughs> I would. I mean, I mean, it was a good match. I misplayed it like horribly. I made so many bad plays. You did not. It, it in the end, I misplayed. Uh, but my rear was covered by the fact that Whimsicott had paralyzed your Tyranitar. Yeah. Because true. I totally overpredicted on that turn. Oh, man. All right. All right. So I, let's, let's go into the news. Let's talk some other Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we are going to, we're going to flip it on over. So we're going to cue the correct epic music. 
Radio Tower. This just in. And on to the news. So in the news, what are we looking at here? We're looking at a few different things. I close my sheet. Here we go. So um, first of all, first and foremost, for all of you that probably care, um, the Pokemon Go field test is open in the U.S. I mean, by open, I mean you can submit your Gmail account and get a chance to be a beta tester for Pokemon Go. I'm not sure how they're prioritizing it or when the emails are going to come out to let you play Pokemon Go if you do get accepted into the program. But you can go and do that. The link is on the Pokemon.com website. You can just go check it out there. Uh, We all did it, except for Whimsicott, because she's in the I did. Shimu, do it for me. (laughs) I just want to do it right now, because why not? (laughs) Uh, by the way I think the official Niantic Twitter said you're going to get the field test by the end of the month oh I would assume so I mean there's also a good chance that like I I feel like I won't get it you know as much as I would like to and not to mention even if I do I'm going to be under an NDA and so it's going to be like yep I can't talk about it at all on the show so yeah pretty much (laughs) except being like yep Pokemon Go is fun (laughs) <laughs> I'd be a big fan though, especially if I could. Like when I go to Hawaii, it'd be great. I mean, oh man, right? That would it'd be, be amazing. Great. But who knows? Uh, so that's Older. that's happening for all of you Pokemon goers out there. Um, also, if you're into collecting Pokemon right now, because uh, Nintendo's dropping events like everywhere in the U.S., you can go ahead and you can actually go and download Shiny Yvetel right now. Uh, Shiny Yvetel, I believe. Let me double check the dates on it. I I should have written that down. Uh, it is until May twenty sixth. Yes, there we go. So it's still going on. So check it out, guys. It's the only way you can get a Shiny Yvetel. Um, he looks, looks more like even bacon than more usual. Like bacon. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> even more like bacon. Um, and so the last piece of news that's actually important this week, other than the fact that you can sign up for the Kyoto Classic right now, which I completely forgot about. Um, and that's actually running next weekend. I'm not partaking. I do not have time for it right now. I wish I did. But the good news is on June 2nd, there's going to be more Pokemon news dropping for Pokemon Sun and Moon. Um, they let us know that it's going to be dropping at 9 a.m. Eastern. Um, I don't know whether it's going to be in the form of a video or on the Twitter. I'm sure that Jinichi Masuda will say something. They said it's probably going to be on the official website, I think. Okay. I mean, I know it's going to drop on the website, but is it going to be in the form of a video or is it just a press release? We don't know that. Exactly. Uh, that's the big deal. I mean, especially with Nintendo not doing uh, a Nintendo directed E3 this year, mm. it's going to be very interesting because I think Pokemon's just kind of going off and doing their own like press releases now. Yeah. And Which is fine. I'm okay with that. Um, it just seems very quick, and I don't expect much more than the names of the legendaries. Um, I could see because they're, they're quote unquote hyping this. Um, we could see some like typings for the legendaries as well, but I don't see much else. Yeah. That's pretty much what I expect. Maybe, maybe that one Pokemon we got a glimpse of. Yeah. There could, they could throw like a complete 180. They could throw a complete 180 and we just get like three new Pokemon. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just like three new Pokemon. Just like they did with like Heliolisk, Go-Goat, and I forget what else at the time. I get what you mean. I'm really hoping we just get like a bit of extra info on the legendaries because I will be trying to stay as unspoiled as possible. 
especially when it comes to new Pokemon. Yeah. But, you know, it's going to be pretty much impossible if the Pokemon company is going to reveal them all officially like they did yeah. with X and Y. I don't, I don't know. Well, they didn't reveal all of the Pokemon officially for X and Y. They, no. they, they, re- they revealed a good number of Pokemon. There were maybe ten left. Uh, well, Gumi wasn't revealed. Let me see who else. Diggersby wasn't revealed. Um, Avalug wasn't revealed. Avalug, Bergmite, they neither of them were revealed. Yeah, but not. Between, oh well, Skrelp was. Um, between the official uh, announcements and the leaks, I had like maybe three Pokemon I hadn't seen before playing the game. There, there were there were not too many. Le- I mean, I feel like they revealed about half of them. Um, one of them accidentally. I feel like Trevenant was only like accidentally shown. Well, and... accidentally. It was in the movie and it wasn't officially yeah, announced, but people fair. were supposed to see it. Yeah. And so, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I could see something like that where they drop us three new Pokemon. They could just drop us a Go-Goat, Helioptile, and, you know, Fletchling. Mm. You know, Yeah, could... the Warframe bird could also be in Yeah, they could drop that for us. I mean, I wouldn't... I expect that to be dropped before... The release. Yeah, they revealed it already once, kind of. So yeah. They're, they're yeah. probably like, here, now, here we go, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know they don't exactly do things by chance, so... No. Yeah. So that... there's, there's, definitely some, there's definitely some interesting stuff there. Uh, other than that, there's no news. Um, it's uh, very slow. Did you uh, talk about the generation box coming out? The trainer box, not the... Uh... There's a trainer box? Yeah, the... Poker TTG Generation Elite Trainer Box coming out. Really? July 1st. No. Yeah, I can give you the link real quick. I don't believe you. It's on the Pokemon site. <laughs> I don't believe you. I, I'm, please send me this link. I did like not know this was dropping. I thought I'm, it on another site and I forgot about it. I'm like, oh wait. I, is it really a Generations box? Yeah, oh my gosh, a, it is. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Genera- it comes with new energy. And the problem with, is, uh, I've opened so many generations packs now that I don't know that I need any more. It comes with a shaman ex. Ten generations. I don't know what it comes with a shaman ex. It says unseen before or never before seen. So uh, it's like, promo card right featuring shaman ex. Yeah, I mean it could be shaman ex in general. It's a shaman ex. It's a grass type one though. How do you know it's a grass type one? I see a picture of it. Uh, okay, never mind then. <laughs> um, and oh, so it's so not then the 65... one that everyone is desperately trying to get for yeah. less than forty bucks, right? Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Oh um, man. You get five energies of each. You get sixty-five black and gold sle- card sleeves featuring the Pokemon twentieth an- logo. Um, one competition legal flip coin, condition markers, oh. damage counter dice. It's only at PokemonCenter.com. Oh, this is a bummer. <laughs> and it's like to, for like a couple months. It's, like, it's it'll probably be there for a couple. This months. This is a bummer September for first. you. Uh, <laughs> first, uh, well, I would like to go to the store like as PuckleCon started and just go pick one up. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you I mean, expedite we one. We expedite don't get one. we don't get PokemonCenter.com. So. I know. I I feel really <laughs> bad for you. Uh, All right. Uh, since um, this happens. Every month, I see people on Reddit going, Oh, shoot, I missed the Legendary for this month. Friendly reminder, you can only pick up Darkrai in GameStop stores until May 24th. Which is the the middle of this week, I think. Exactly, in two days when you're listening to this. Uh, It's actually 
tomorrow. If no, it's Tuesday. It's a Monday. Oh yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah. Today's a Monday, so it's gonna be tomorrow. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I, it's Saturday right now. I don't even know what's going on anymore. <gasps> Fourth wall break. Fourth wall break. <laughs> Seriously, go to GameStop now or tomorrow, or you're going to have missed your dark record. Yeah, that's true. All right then, um, let's uh, cut it right here, guys, and we're gonna go switch over to Puckle's Pokey Quiz. Catchy segue. <laughs> And welcome to Puckle's Pokey Quiz. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, as you all know. And so, Pokey Quiz this is a new segment to the show that we've added, started last, last week. And Scrawn and Ethan got two points last week, so they're sitting at two. They're on top of the leaderboard right now. But we have Dr. Shamu and the fluffiest Whimsicott. And they're here to try Puckle's Pokey Quiz one more time. Um, wonderful. So, here are the rules. We are. I'm going to ask you both five questions. You are acting as a team to answer these questions. You'll team up with your points. Um, eventually, everybody will be on the show with different people, so you'll get different answers. Or you'll get mm-hmm. different point amounts. And so, I'm going to ask you five questions. You have one minute to answer them. Um, you are allowed one ask Thatch a hint uh, <laughs> <laughs> lifeline for the, for the entire game. So, if you're really stuck on a question, you can ask me for a hint. And... Uh, you'll get an additional minute along with that. All right. So we good. Also no browsers, obviously do not look anything up. Uh, use your own pokey knowledge. Um, so we're about to make this real hard on you guys. So let's get started then. So our first question is what is the Pokemon with the fewest base HP? Oh, that's easy. Very easy. Right. Shamu? I'm pretty sure, yeah, I think we're both thinking the same one. So. Yeah, we are. Okay, what's your answer? Shedinja. Shedinja, you are 100% correct. <laughs> uh, I, I, like I said before the show, uh, there's a couple softballs just to get things warming up so you guys can figure out what you're doing. Um, so our next one is, uh, what is the lightest Pokemon? Now, there are three of these, actually. Okay. Um, I think I think, if you, you, if you know. name all three, you guys can get an extra bonus point. Okay, Shamu, we all agree that two of them are Ghastly and Haunter, right? Yeah, I'm trying to remember what the third one was. The third one, I think, is Flababy. Do you think it's Flababy? I'll agree with that, yeah. Okay, you're you're correct. All three? (laughs) All three of them, uh, Ghastly, Haunter, and Flababy, all weigh 0.2 pounds or 0.1 kilograms. And they are the lightest Pokemon. You guys are, like, nailing it. I feel like Scrawn and Ethan are put to shame today. Uh, with these with these answers i mean right. they, knew, they knew the heaviest pokemon so that's we're, true we're there. isn't the heaviest one groudon uh primal groudon, it's primal yeah. groudon oh yeah. well all right so let's move on then so we have question number three this is when they start to we start to crank up the heat um what legendary pokemon doesn't learn protect okay um wow i have no idea there's only one uh, i'm going through all of them in my head right now yeah, th- there's only one of them that doesn't learn protect, and it's really surprising. I didn't realize that n- not everything learned pr- didn't like nothing could learn protect. I know two of them are out of the question automatically. That's Arceus and Mew. Those two don't. Those yeah, two they learn every sure. TM. Mewtwo does. The birds learn it. Uh 
it has to be a unique one, I'm guessing, because it wouldn't make sense for like Palkia not to learn it and for then Dialga to I'm learn it. I'm thinking it's one of the little mythical Pokemon at the same time. Uh, are we counting mythical Pokemon as legendaries? I would. Leg- I would. Like, right. like little like pixie things too. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. So mythical. Well, and I have thought of a loophole to that, but I don't know if it's gonna count because there's one Pokemon we Do you don't think know. Think it's Fiona? No, no. No, all right. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna give you guys another thirty seconds. All right. Um, what were you thinking, Shamu? I was. Um, I'm not gonna count the ones that haven't been released yet. I assume they're not in the. Picture. Oh, okay, okay. But um, I'm gonna think of Hoopa. Probably not, but I don't know. That's the only one I can think of that would mm-hmm. randomly not learn it. But I don't remember. All right, ten seconds. Lock okay, in that answer. Just say whatever you want, Shamu. I have no idea. Uh, let's go, Hoopa. Screw it. Hoopa. That is incorrect. Yeah. Uh, the answer is actually Regigigas. Oh my god. Oh. He does not learn. He does not learn protecting this. Probably so you can't wait out those five turns those for its slow for its slow start. Turn. That came to mind, but I just felt like. No, it, it learns. <laughs> like, right? Isn't that weird? It doesn't learn protect. Weird, but it makes sense. Yeah, no, absolutely. All right. Yeah. All right. So you guys still have three points. You're like way ahead. Uh, you're you're winning now. But like, let's let's increase that lead. Um, okay. So question number four. We're not gonna worry about legendary Pokemon now. What only non-legendary genderless Pokemon can learn attract? It has okay, so it's non-legendary. It's yep. genderless. Oh, I I, I know this. Oh wait, wait, you said non-legendary, didn't you? Yeah, non-legendary. Yeah, otherwise it, it would have been you. It has, to lear- it has to learn a track, correct? It doesn't mean it, it can, like it has to learn it, not just be able to use it. It needs to learn it. Yeah. Okay. I think no metronome think nonsense. No, thanks, Ditto. Think... No. Yeah. No, no, no. I think I think I've heard of this one, but I can't recall it off the top of my head. It is um Electrode and Magneton both, I don't think, can learn it. They're both gender wait, man. Yeah, they're both genderless, I believe. They are genderless. And do you think they can learn attract? I don't think they can. I'm saying they can't, so that's like two out of the picture. Mm, no, no, no. Okay. I uh, think ten it seconds. might have been Not oh, to mention you oh, still have your think... hint. Shamu, I think I think I remember this one. Maybe. Which one do you think it is? Do you think it could be Rotom? I don't know. I need uh, an answer. I'm willing to risk it if we can't. Do we want the hint, Shamu? Yeah, let's take the hint. Okay. okay. So I'll give you a hint. It is a Gen Five Pokemon. Gen Five. Okay. Um. Oh. Golur came to mind, but I don't think that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember if Clinkling has gender, like the whole like. Uh, no, you said a single Pokemon. You didn't say a line though. Yeah. No. Yeah, so it's the I'm only thinking. genderless Pokemon. There's only one. Oh. So, oh. so what? What non-evolution? Like non-gender? Ah, I'm trying to think of what single Pokemon are non-genderless in that generation. There are only a few, and I'm what having gender? a lot of trouble thinking about them. But it's a forgettable one. Of course, it is. Genderless Pokemon. Mm. I'm trying to run through them all and I can. <laughs> Shoot. Shoot. I should ten, know ten seconds. Your... Ten seconds. Uh, 
no, no, it's not. Do you guys have an answer now? Uh, Stunfisk. Screw it. It's uh, not genderless. I know it's not. The answer is not Stunfisk. The answer is actually Cryagonal. Oh. Oh my god. Cryagonal can learn to track. And it is genderless. It is a snowflake. Um, I didn't remember it was genderless. Maybe I should give better hints. Uh, yeah, that would have. <laughs> Uh, maybe I should have something like ice type or something like that. Um, I don't know. Gen five was a pretty that big was, one. That, yeah, I don't want to be like. Of... I don't want to give it away. Um, no, no, no. Right. It, it was good as a hint. All right, so we have question number five. Your final question here today, guys. Um, this is this. You might be able to get this one. Uh, what is the move known by the most Pokemon, excluding struggle? Um. I'm thinking toxic right now. It's, I don't know if that's right. It's like, I'm thinking like toxic, protect. Or protect. Yeah, one of those, probably. I think I protect remember... My... Yeah, I don't know. Is there any Pokemon that cannot learn toxic except for those like two Pokemon that cannot learn any TMs? Yeah, I think so. I, I believe that's how it's going. Because, like... I mean... We know that there is at least one Pokemon that can't learn Protect that we would have thought could learn <laughs> yeah. Protect. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm thinking Toxic, though, right now. I, I think you're right, because I remember Shady Penguin joking about every Pokemon being able to poop at other Pokemon. Is that is that your final answer, Toxic? I'll say yes. Are you, you right. Uh, yes. You, you are incorrect. Oh, um, the answer is actually Hidden Power. Oh, hidden power is learned by more people than protect. I forgot um, that move existed. And hidden power can be taught to everything that can learn TMs, except, except for like, Wobbuffet, Why Not, Cricketot, Tynamo, and Spewa. Spewa. Magikarp learns it too? Uh, Magikarp can't learn TMs. So, yeah, I, I said all Pokemon who can learn oh, TMs, oh, except Wobbuffet, Why Not, Cricketot, Tynamo, Spewa. So, like, Caterpie can't learn it. I mean... So, but hmm. hidden power is that move. Hid, like toxic can't be taught to a couple of Pokemon. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. so, like, you were on the right track. You were right on the right. You were almost there. I like. I was really upset because I'm like, oh no, you don't settle on toxic. <laughs> but you guys well, did better. You guys got. You guys got three points today. Uh, thank goodness we remembered how tiny Flabebe is. So you guys got three tiny? points. So the standings currently are Whimsicott and Shamu in the lead with three points. Yeah. Scrawn and Ethan Ooh. in second place uh, with two points. And everybody else with zero points because they haven't played yet. So tune in next week for another episode of Fuggles Poke Quiz. And we are going to take a short break here, guys, and come right back at you with the topic. Hey, it's Thatch, and I wanted to let you know how you can improve your Fuggle experience. First, you can come to PucklePodcast.com where we have a chat box and forums where you can talk to many other Pokemon fans who also listen to the show. You can keep up to date on the latest Puckle news by following us on our Twitter, liking our Facebook page, subscribing to our subreddit, and following our Tumblr. Don't forget to review us on iTunes, though. It helps us find more people to come and hang out with us, and we can have larger tournaments because of it. And, if you're feeling generous, we also have a Patreon where you can donate in return for some awesome rewards. And as always... Thanks for listening, and for all the support you give us. Catch you guys on the flip-flop. And on to the topic. Our topic today is team building with Whimsicott. Uh, <laughs> maybe that should be the title. Team building with Whimsicott. Uh, <laughs> uh, it should probably be team building with Shamu and Whimsicott asking really stupid questions <laughs> that Shamu is going to answer in a very intelligent way. Well, so the, the Puckle Summer League is coming up. It's our annual 
tournament thing that we already talked about like 20 minutes ago. And uh, so we want to do a team building episode because this is really a way for people to get into competitive battling. And so we wanted to talk about building a team, getting it ready. And maybe this could be some kind of reference that people come back to. We try to do this once a year because things do change in the meta. And we'd like to give a slight update to that every year. So, um, yeah, Whimsicott said she had plenty of questions about team building. So we're going to jump right on in and ask her what she wants to ask us. I do. All right. So uh, I've read a lot of advice online about making teams. And people usually say, okay, you should start with this Pokemon or with this Mega or with this core. But then there doesn't seem to be a consensus about what the process should be, really. Because I see people building teams based on type weaknesses. I see people basing teams based on type coverage. And I see people building teams based on the roles the Pokemon fulfill. And I haven't been able to find a balance between these three things. Okay, so... I mean, you, that's that's Pokemon for you. Yeah, uh, yeah I, mean, <laughs> I would just say what like. What advice would you have about this? I would just say like that's it to each their own. Like, yeah, no, it's it's a little bit um like there's no one way to build a team, and I yeah. think we've mentioned this plenty of times, right? Yeah, because like and, you can like some people might just want to base a team around Golurk. Yeah, no, that's that's how people... I start most of my teams. Like I think I, I've said this on plenty of. Previous team building episodes, I like to grab a Pokemon that I really want to play with, and I go, that's the one I'm going to use. Yeah, um, I would say that's probably the easiest way to start making a team. I oh, there's, I think there's an easier way, Shamu. And there is? This is I, I would say. Um, okay. I mean, th- it's, it's an extension of, like, choosing your favorite and then building around it. An extension of that would be, go to Smogon.com. I wouldn't say go to, like, their articles on their Pokemon, but go to their forums. Uh, they typically, if you Google, like, Smogon OU cores. Oh, yeah, they'll have you, stuff there you, for you, They'll have, like, a core. Like, Shamu and I fell in love with this Superior Heracross core around oh the time God. of the UUTC. <laughs> <so> and <laughs> it's kind of bad because it's definitely, like, so you grab that core, right? So, like, let's let's use this as an example because I'm done with this team. And yeah. people can know that I run Heracross Superior sometimes. And uh, so if we look at this team, right, Whimsicott, you have... Heracross, who's a bug fighting type, and Superior, who's a grass type. And the first thing I see when that happens is I, I just see a glaring brave bird to the face um, yeah. coming from a Talonflame. And so I go, oh, man. So I have this core that I really like. I'm a big fan. of. I want to run Mega Heracross because I've never done it before. It sounds like a lot of fun. And I've never run Superior before, and it seems like a lot of fun. So great core. Um, people already find, like, they do, they do a little bit of, like, the legwork for you. I don't want to say it's, like, a lot of the legwork, but some of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Finding two po- two or three Pokemon that mesh really well together. Yeah. And they they definitely have a lot of good synergy and stuff like that. And then, so like like I said, we see a glaring Brave Bird to the face. And so we go, man, what can stop a Brave Bird? And my personal answer to a Brave Bird to the face is a Tyranitar. Yep. And also because it covers a fire weakness they both share as well. Yeah. Which helps. So you have an you- instant check to Talonflame as well with this... So it's either Teachar or Rotom Wash, essentially. Yeah, well, you could I do, mean, yeah. There's some other stuff out there, I, I guarantee it, that can handle it. I wouldn't say, like, I wouldn't nail it down and be like, these are the only two Pokemon that can stop it. Because um, mm. Teachar definitely... can also handle psychic types with Pursuit. Yeah, no, no, with... Teachar is just really good. I'm a big yeah. fan. Yeah. 
And I mean, there's also like at this point, you need to start like developing sets and stuff for them. Like what, like the big thing I like to do is I like to just get a bunch of Pokemon together. So like I've done this, we've already we've already gone on like four Pokemon, right? Mm-hmm. I've already got four Pokemon for this team. And so what I like to do at this point is I just start thinking, okay, so what other threats are there out there? Another good place to check this out um, because there's no way you're going to build a perfect team. There's always going to be a team that can beat your team. This yeah, is Pokemon. Uh, yeah. This is just like an ultimate rule of Pokemon. And what you what you do at that point is you can go and um what what's the word I'm looking for here, Shamu? You can <laughs> you go you can go to the usage statistics for OU for the past month. The viability and, and all that. Yeah. The, well, I wouldn't even say the viability. I'd say the usage. Um, and you can see like the top ten most popular Pokemon in the OU. And I would say make sure you have an answer to each one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I see would... what you mean. Although I think this particular step of the process might be extremely expedited by talking to someone who's very familiar with the current meta. Oh, absolutely, right? Uh, like, <laughs> like, 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 you like, say Shamu. Yeah, if you could talk to Shamu or even myself, we we have been playing Pokemon enough that we could tell you, hey, this is like definitely something that's going to come in and wreck your team, and it's going to be on fifty percent of the teams. Yeah, exactly. This Looking is at you, Lando T. Exactly. This is the one thing that I see is immediate for people who are really good at the current meta. So this is the one step that I think everyone can shorten by talking to someone. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, that's the good thing about Puckle, right? Yeah. <laughs> Shamu and I are always around. So if you like need help, we're more than willing to talk to you about it. Um, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell I'm gonna preface this right now with that I'm incredibly busy and I won't be able to get to it right away. But yeah, but I mean they can leave their suggestions in the forums. Yeah, absolutely. They can try to find people in the chat box. Someone I try to be there to be most there. of the time, but have to I mean, AFK. So yeah, when sorry when I'm that. in the chat, that's like a great time because like I'll sit down and like theorycraft. I'm really. I really oh, yeah. like getting teams and emails when they're not for the mailbag um, mm-hmm. because I can actually – if you put it in showdown format, I'll, like, take it and throw it into the showdown. <laughs> I do this anytime anybody ever sends us a team. I take it and I throw it into showdown just to mm-hmm. kind of play around with it and see what's good and what's not good. And, I mean, if, you, if you're if you also like, man, I really need to find some more Pokemon that are good. I don't – I only know these, like, four Pokemon that are good. You know what I mean? Um and you need to find some more Pokemon, some more creative ideas. A great way to do that, honestly, is to go on Showdown and just play random battles. Oh, that's they a good idea. They also have, um, I know, I want, like, the links for, on Smogon or something. You can find it on Showdown, too. They, ha- they have uh, sample teams. No, there's also, like, weird sets. Creative yeah. and underrated sets is a link here. And I found a really fun Crawdon set. It's like, <laughs> Crawdon's like, a lot of fun. It's, like, mixed. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. So, okay, but... Before we get to weird sets, which I think are like <laughs> oh, maybe man. one or two steps ahead from where I am. Oh right no, now, no, we absolutely are. Yeah. Uh, let's get back to rules because oh, so far we we covered. All right, we have a flying type weakness. Mm-hmm. We're gonna put our rock type on our team. Yeah, absolutely. But then promo pass. Uh. <laughs> oh, do not mention that. That creepy creature. We're gonna run Probo Pass. I, think, I know Scron is going to hate me because <laughs> I'm hating on a Gaitha, but I'm sorry, Scron. Uh, anyway, I'm going to put together a team. All right, so I'm covering this weakness with a Rock type, and yeah. then 
Tyranitar is looking at me and saying, mm, you know, this fighting type weakness yes, is pretty absolutely. bad. And you're going to say, well, you have a Heracross, but you're probably not going to want to use a Heracross as a pivot. So No, absolutely not. So uh, you use the word pivot, which I think already shows like an extensive, uh, a better than average knowledge. I'm trying to get to the roles part, which I'm told is extremely important and which I have a lot of trouble implementing. Who told you the roles like part was important? Oh, man. Smogun did. I wouldn't, I don't know. When I build, I don't worry so much about roles as much as I, as I worry about making sure I have Pokemon that can do damage and then Pokemon that I do need to act as pivots are actually bulky enough to act as pivots. This is why I need you guys because Smogon has been lying to me. Well, no, I wouldn't. So like roles exist. There's a different way to make the team too. Roles are just like, roles are a way I would think of, I don't know. It's like a post facto. Mm-hmm. Uh, way to identify members of your team. Like I could, when I'm done, I could be like, "Yeah, that Tyranitar's a pivot." You know what I mean? Um, okay. And then, you know that that makes sense to me. But instead, uh, going ahead and saying, "Yeah, I'm going to use Tyranitar as a pivot while I'm team building." No, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to be like, "Yeah, Heracross is my sweeper and Superior is my sweeper." No, I'm going to go. Those Pokemon are geared towards doing, or geared towards damage output. Oh, see, this and, is very interesting. It, and it, as long as I said it earlier, like to each their own. Like some people will say, "Okay, I need this physical yeah. wall that can take Brave Bird and also resist Dark Titar." Oh, that fits it. There we go. Throw yeah, no, on. some people will do that. It, I mean, it's and, to each their own, really. Yeah, they'll be like, "I need a pivot there." Uh, I mean, but I, Shamu and I are very similar in the way we build yeah. teams. So maybe this isn't like the best example, but if you want to know how we do it, this is how we do it. And I think it's a little bit simpler without having to worry about roles. I'm very and interested worried in about these definitions. But okay. So another question, let's put aside roles for a moment. But another thing the internet has been telling me is really important is win conditions. Yes. Okay. Would okay, you say that... that even if you forego thinking about roles while team building, you need to have a few win condition, a few a few potential win conditions in your team, or do you just try to build a balanced team and then establish a win condition when you see your opponent's team? Your your win conditions, like for me, win conditions mean more when you get in the game, figuring out what your win condition is. Right. So uh, yeah. Like if I if I walked in with you know with my Tyranitar, Heracross, and Superior, and I saw oh my opponent has a. Uh, has like a scolipede, which one hundred percent walls, which would wall almost entirely everything but the Tyranitar. Um, it would wall the Heracross really well. It would wall the Superior really well. Mm-hmm. And outside of like, I go, oh man, I need to make sure that I can actually get my uh, my Superior in. So I go, I need to make sure I beat this scolipede. Because then once Scolipede is gone, your Superior is your win condition. Yeah, I can just I can just get Superior out, Leaf Storm till the end. Uh, (laughs) so the win condition you think is something people should only worry about when they see their opponent's team um kind of and kind of you have something on your team that is like okay this is like my powerhouse essentially like Mm -hmm. it it can be a setup sweeper too like charizard x yeah charizard Mm -hmm. x is a win condition on a lot of scenarios in my opinion no you're 100 percent correct shamu two 2d dances and you pretty much sweep yeah it's like, oh, they got a T-Tar. Well, if I don't have Earthquake, I need to get rid of this T-Tar. Then Charizard X would be my win condition. Mm-hmm. Or then, like, rocks are a thing to keep in mind, too. But Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, another question. Is right. 
people always say, okay, uh, this is a stall team. This is a hyper-offense team. Yes. Okay. Um, should you, like, care that your team has a, some, some kind of general purpose while you're building it? Because it, I tend uh, to... Put, it depends put on what you're trying together. to build around. It tra- depends on what yeah. you're trying to build around. I think that's... If I wanted to build around Mega Sableye, I'm building a stall team. Uh, yeah. There's there's just no if ands or buts to that because Mega Sableye is such a stally Pokemon. Again, I, I don't I don't like generalizing positions on a team to um, like naming the roles. Like naming the roles to me sounds like a very bad idea because then you're gonna get caught up in definitions and you're going to think that team building is an exact science. In which it's not. <laughs> it, team building is much like life. It's filled with gray areas. Um, and so you're going to, like, again, yeah, again. So, like, just being like, man, I want to build a stall team. Well, then you can go, oh, if you want to build a stall team, Sableye. That's a great stally Pokemon. And then you go from there. You know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. you, re- you repeat the process. Like, you, you're a step back from our beginning building Pokemon teams. And the difference is, like, I never... I never go, man, I want to build a hyper-offensive team. I never go, I want to build a stall team. I go, hey, I want to build a Mega Sableye team. Hey, I want to build a Mega Heracross team. And then you feel like, what kind of team would work with that Pokemon? Yeah. Like, Heracross would probably be more of like a balance, I would say. The mm-hmm. Sableye got stall. But if yeah. you want something with like Lopunny... Yeah, Lopunny's like, hyper-offensive. Or Dianthe, you can still make it a balance, but yeah. more based around hyper-offensive and just damage. Absolutely. Okay, so there are Pokemon that are very much geared towards a certain play style, and there mm-hmm. are others that can more easily fit on different teams, right? Yes, absolutely. Yep. All right, so next question. What if someone wanted to build a team around a Pokemon that is not very good and is blatantly a support Pokemon, like, say, a Whimsicott? Whimsicott's good, though. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I, but... I'm not going to rag on Whimsicott. Uh, you should have picked the worst Pokemon. Uh, no, I mean, Whimsicott is obviously not that bad. It's UU, it has lots of funky things it can do, but Whimsicott is not very strong defensively. It's not very strong no. as an attacker. But, but, but think of the roles it can play, right? So what can we yeah. do with Whimsicott? Whimsicott gets prankster. That's the biggest thing, right? So we go, oh man, I, I'm going to run Whimsicott as a lead. Now, Whimsicott also has this times four poison weakness, which could come out out of nowhere because fairies are so prominent now in OU. And mm-hmm. so I, I go, oh, man, I need to run something that can, like, resist poison, you know? And that could lead me back to Tyranitar. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tyranitar, Tyranitar is a favorite, if you can't tell. And, you know, you could go with something like that. You could go with a steel type, even. Um, yeah, I mean... You, okay, I would so... just I would go also Brave Birds to the face again. Um, yeah. So yeah. again, a steel type. You you wouldn't be concerned with the fact that it's not going to fill one on of the quote unquote main roles on the team. You no. would just build around it as if it was any other Pokemon. Yeah, no. That's, I mean, you can you can start a puzzle from the middle. You can start a puzzle from the sides. You can start a puzzle from the upper right corner. It doesn't matter. That's um, a very good metaphor. That's that, that's one hundred percent what you're doing here. You're you're putting a puzzle together, and you know you could be. And you'll get to the point, especially this happens a lot to me, uh, you'll get five Pokemon that just synergize really well. And then you're just like, man, I need a six Pokemon. And you're just like, I don't know what to put in. And I mean, so a big part of team building, which Shamu will definitely back me up on, is testing. Yeah. 
kind of I, I I just like to make teams at this point. Like I like theory crafting a lot. Like Yeah, theory crafting's fun. Uh but at the same time, you know Testing could, is important. It is if important. you need to build like a full team that needs to be functional, you need to test it. Yeah. I mean, definitely. regardless of whether you think you've got it right at the first time or anything. Like you have to play around with it. I suggest showdown so you don't have to build it in the cartridge because that will take mm-hmm. time. Um, yeah. I would, I would, I would suggest just playing with it. And then if you see yourself losing to like the same Pokemon over and over and over again, uh, then you need to find a way to get around that. And that would be what your six member could do. Your six member could be like, oh man, I'm having trouble with Zapdos, you know? So you throw something in that can take care of Zapdos. Like Tyranitar. Like Tyranitar. Or I'm coming up with these bad examples. Um, uh, this is why like 50% of my teams run Tyranitar. Uh, <laughs> It's a good Pokemon. It's a good Pokemon. You could run Landorus. I don't know. Uh, sum up. No, we can't run Landorus. No. We can sum up our team building advice with use Titar. Yeah. Uh, use yes. Titar. Everybody should use Titar. No, don't. <laughs> I, yeah. I am Cheetar, totally use a Titar. Thunder Wave. <laughs> <laughs> Speed control is so much fun. Speed control is a lot of fun. That's that's something we so, can talk about another day, though. I mean, it's so annoying, but it's just so much fun to be able to do it. Yeah, we get we can talk about this another day. These are just like more intimate strategies for your teams. Uh, what we're talking about is just team building in general. Um, this is definitely. I think uh, this was probably one of the better team episodes we did. Actually, yeah. um, uh, Whimsicott had a lot of good questions. Do you have anything else? I I well, this is more like a piece of advice than a real question. Okay. okay. Uh, and by which I mean you're going to have to give the piece of advice to me. <laughs> and I have a very big issue with building Pokemon teams. Okay. And it is that I can't bring myself to use Pokemon I dislike. Okay. Uh, say, Ferrothorn is a fantastic fit on a lot of teams. Yeah, it's pretty good. You will not catch me dead using a Ferrothorn. That's fine. Run Heracross yeah. Superior. You won't need to run Ferrothorn. <laughs> uh. Like, like, think too, like, I hate Keldeo. Oh, I hate I, Keldeo. I, I'm still salty about Keldeo after, like, three to four years. I hate it, but I'll still use it. <laughs> um, you, you do have to kind of get over it. I mean, okay, yeah. the, difference is, the difference is, do you want to play competitive Pokemon, or do you want to be... Do you just want to play it, or do you want to like be semi-successful delude, at it? I want to delude myself that Karen was right. <laughs> uh, I mean, <laughs> she was right to an extent. I don't. I don't think like. I think it's people take it really far when they're just like, I can use my favorites, and then they bring like a Pikachu, and I think I think that extent. Yeah, you're deluding yourself a little bit. Um, n- not every Pokemon's made evil equal. I mean, we can obviously tell that. Mega Kangaskhan is an example. Says the um, man who was beaten by Alephion. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, okay, okay, okay. I'm not saying. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm joking. I know <laughs> I'm not saying that uh, competitive Pokemon is like bad, but it's I don't know. It's definitely one of those things. Yeah, you do have to get over it. Like at, at some point, you do join them, quote unquote. You know what I mean? I I try I try to avoid those Pokemon unless they're absolutely the only Pokemon that can fill that role. Um, I have noticed that some Pokemon will grow on me, like say Rotom Wash. I've been forced to use because, again, I love Grass types and Brave Bird is a thing. Yeah. So I had to make a Rotom Wash, and now I'm very fond of Rotom Wash. But at the same time, I had to make an Excadrill because, you know, you need Excadrill. But I yes. didn't become as fond of Excadrill. So, I don't know. Maybe some of them are, are worth trying out. 
But some of them, I I don't think that I will ever be able to bring myself to use the Amandros. I feel like it's more if you take it into the in the thought process of a Nuzlocke. Mm. In a Nuzlocke, you use whatever you're dealt, right? And in this in this case, you are. You're just like, oh man, I'm dealt this Pokemon. If I want to use these other five, you know what well, I mean. There are there are things I will refuse to use even in a Nuzlocke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm that bad. About but things. that's I mean that's the way I think that's a mentality to take. It's something like a Nuzlocke. It's an opportunity to try something new. Um, mm-hmm. You have to be open to it. I mean, if you're going to be closed minded, you're not going to be able to figure out how to make good strategies. All I right. mean, being closed minded in general in Pokemon is not a way to be good at Pokemon. Whether it be in your team selection, whether it be in your um, strategy selection. I mean, if you're going to be biased and be like, no, I refuse to ever run a stall team. Well, then you're not going to have that much fun. Like the fun is being able to switch between play styles. You know what I mean? I, mm. I have a lot of fun doing that. Like I, when I first got into Pokemon and did competitive battling, I did a nice balance team. You can actually find that first battle, I think on our YouTube page. Um, <laughs> it was up against a really old member of ours named Speezy. And it was a very, I mean, I wasn't very good back then. You can watch so many misplays happen. Uh, I made a lot of bad predicts, and this was back when Dusknor was good. Uh, say it, Satch. Was it back in Gen 4? I'm not going to say it, but it was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, I mean, then, I don't know. I, I've definitely grown into it. Gen 6 was definitely a great place to do it, and I hope Gen 7 continues that. Um, Gen 5 was definitely, I don't know, it wasn't very balanced. Well, and, Gen 6 got me into competitive, so... Yeah, no, Gen 6 was very, it was very easy, especially with the breeding and stuff, and you get more people going in, which I think led to a lot more creativity this generation, um, mm. which led to a lot, it led to a lot more fun, and we could, I mean, outside of Lander Hysterian, but, uh, <laughs> it, I mean, it, it was a lot of fun, and I mean, it's obviously going to be over here in like six months, and we're going to have a whole new set of Pokemon to play with, uh, which, which is going to be exciting, but at the same time, this is, these are the kind of ideas I want people to just take with them. Like, what everything we just said. I think these were good. this was a good set of advice. I mean, we can't tell you, hey, this is the formula you follow to build a team. That's impossible. Uh, it's impossible. And, yeah, you're going to have to deal with using stuff you don't like sometimes. If you want to, I mean, if you want to win. That hmm. is, like, when I, was, uh, when I was actually participating in the Premier, Ch- Premier Challenge earlier this month, um, in Columbus, there, there was this kid there. He was complaining the entire time. He's like, mm-hmm. he's like, he was complaining because he, like everybody was using primals. I mean, first mm-hmm. of all, let's not get into the VGC 2016 meta and how no, awful no, no, it is. No, but, uh, like, yeah, that's the thing. If you want to win, you have to use primals. And I like, you have to, I mean, that that's, that's unbalanced. This is a very extreme case, but yeah, I mean, if you, it means you, you have I wouldn't try to. I wouldn't try to attach any of your dignity or integrity to you not using certain <laughs> popular Pokemon. I think. I think you really hit the nail on the head when you said, "Don't be close-minded." Yeah, absolutely. So that's that's all there really is to it. And I, I mean, are there any other closing remarks you want to make, Shamu? Um, not that I can think of. All right. Uh, well then, I think we will. This is a great place to stop and head over to commercial break, and then we'll come back right at you guys with the poke of the episode. So catch ya on the flip-flop. Is your bird Pokemon tired? Did you break your Ian flute, but still need to, I don't know, go home and visit your mother? Well then, you can try Flygolark to fly safely and quickly across the globe. Flygolark, because legs aren't everything. 
episode. And welcome back, guys. We are back with the Pokemon of the episode, which is National Dex number 623, Golurk, the Automaton Pokemon. It is said that Golurk were ordered to protect people and Pokemon by the ancient people who made them. Ooh, because they're golems, you get it? Uh, yep. So Golurk's actually not a terrible Pokemon, but it isn't in you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was trying to understand why this morning... Because I thought, oh, maybe it's really frail. It's not. It's but it's a ghost ground type. It's that typing. Um, I see. It's got a yep. Lots of common moves hit it super effectively. It has three immunities though. Yeah, but those three immunities aren't super common. I see what you mean. Wait, three? I think I think normal. Ghost fighting electric. Oh, fighting! I forgot about fighting. Normal, it's probably got I, the, I think it's got close to the most immunities of any Pokemon. Uh, well, three is pretty much uh, yeah. <laughs> trivia time, unless you count Shedinja. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I think it's pretty good. I don't know. Yeah. I'm I'm really actually surprised that he is uh, he is not rated higher. It's probably his speed. His speed is very slow. Yeah, speed and like essentially what he does is done by other things much better. That is true. Mm. Like, I do like I do like that he gets no guard as his hidden ability. Yeah. Um, that's a lot of fun. You could definitely run some like you could definitely run dynamic punch with him. Um, yeah. On top of dynamic punch, you could also run iron fist, um, which powers up those punching type moves. But I would definitely run no guard over that if you're running dynamic punch. Yeah. Um, you, he you can set up stealth rocks. He can earthquake real hard because he's got a base one twenty four attack, which actually is not bad at all. It's and, very good. Uh, he can yeah. he can ice or shadow punch, um, or dynamic punch. He's got lots of punching. He he's one of those Pokemon that got Iron Fist that can actually use it. Yes, <laughs> um, they're definitely the share of Pokemon that have it that are not good at it, like Ladian, um, <laughs> because Ladian gets it for some reason. And it's a lot of punching moves. Just not it's good. because it's a yeah. Sentai superhero. That's true. It is a Sentai superhero, but Ladian is not the Pokemon of the episode. No. So Golurk. if you would like to run a uh, a Golurk of some sort, um, first of all, he's in the NU tier right now, which is, like, as low as you can go. Uh, no, no, he can be... He you can, can be, be PU, PU, blah, 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 blah. But, like, leave you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, so, I mean, like I said, I would I would probably just max out attack, max out speed, uh, even though base 55 speed's abysmal, but in NU, that's actually not terrible. Uh, yeah. You could run Iron Fist, and you could run... You know, everything you want. There's a neat choice span set you could run because you just run Iron Fist and then Earthquake plus three punches. And mm. or you get Shadow about- Punch, Ice Punch, Thunder Punch. Then had about an option. I don't know why they run it. I'm looking, but I think that I think it's a good choice band set. I mean max out attack and oh, speed. It it to it KOs weaving. Which what oh. does? Uh that then headbutt? That's why it's on there, then Okay. That's I mean good. you could run Zen Headbutt if you want as well, but I I don't I wouldn't worry about that too much. I just shadow punch things. Would you say that not worrying about speed since it's abysmal anyway? Uh, and I don't okay, actually so, making it bulky would be a terrible idea. I wouldn't say that's a terrible idea. The only thing is I don't know the speed tiers in NU. Oh. Um like yeah. NU so like OU I can give you a good idea of speed tiers and when it's just like not applicable to like invest in speed. But um in NU I can't tell you that. It might be better to, like, run speed in him for certain reasons in NU. Now, in OU, yeah, don't run any speed. 
If you're going to run Go Lurk in OU, don't run any speed. Bulk him up. Put it in either – probably just HP for right now. Um, yeah. I'd have to I'd have to see what some of his big threats would be, which would be like pretty much the met, the entire metagame. Yes. <laughs> uh, because, that, I mean, that's the reason he's NU. And it's really sad because he's got good stats. He's a really cool design. He's one of my favorites from Gen yeah, 5. Yeah, so interesting. It's, uh, I mean, he's teal. That's a very cool color. Um, yes. Shiny, shiny the gray or like a silver. Yeah, I, I mean, he's got one of the better shinies. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Um, I agree. By better, I mean it's not green or pink, or the well, same. Well, it's like lime green and gray. Right? Yeah, right. It looks really good. I'm a big fan of shiny go lurk, and mm-hmm. I mean, I'd run one for the shiny. You know, I'd uh, run even if it wasn't shiny. But I have enough stupid. Weak Pokemon on my teams already. So. <laughs> I mean, it's really cool. I mean, it's got a lot of cool trivia about it uh, being based off the golems, I believe. Um, it's it's actually uh, the golem of Prague. I think that's what it is. Yes, and, it is. on um, Bulbapedia. Yeah, it's the it's the golem of Prague where it's like cracked, and they literally use like a band aid to like seal it up. Yeah, another Pokedex entry that we didn't read said that if you remove the seal, its energy will go out of control. Yeah, and that's like like a seal on it. Um, Other cool thing is if you see Golurk ever in the anime, it flies around like a rocket ship. Um, Mm -mm. I think they only show that in the movie. (laughs) Yeah, they do. They do show that in the Reshiram Zekrom movie. Yeah. Um, Both of them. In one of them, he's shiny. In the other one, he's not. Um, Exactly. That's a good preview. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's silly though. It's pretty cool though. It has something else that I really like. Mm-hmm. It has a unique type combination. It does. The only I one. love I Ghost Ground is actually it's a really cool type combo. I, yeah. It's just too bad it sucks at everything. Um, yeah, it, it's really cool, but they don't cover weaknesses for each other at all. So. No, no, it's it, one of those things where it just adds weaknesses, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, much it, better if it got Shadow Sneak, really. That's what, like, makes... Oh, if it got, yeah, if it got priority, that'd be pretty nice. Yeah. It gets mm-hmm. Phantom Force now, though, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah. Yes, at level one. Yeah, you level can hard well, scale it, it Also at level it, 75. Yeah, um, it learns it. Well, it does well, not, I, I mean, it, if you like don't want to take it to level 75... Like you said, I mean, it also doesn't get egg moves, which would probably be the place it would get Shadow Sneak from. And, yeah. I mean, how is it going to Shadow Sneak? It's it's like a golem. Uh, <laughs> and so, it, it's whatever. It's it's pretty cool, though. Um, I'm a big fan of Golurk. I've always... I, I've, I've had, a, like, a fond place in my heart. In my first pl- playthrough of, like, Black and White, I played with one. I think I did my first or second. I don't remember. I did. I, don't I was just like, you see... So, so like, like, my favorite color is teal. And so, like, I'm just like, I have to have this teal, really unique typing Pokemon. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and I know really I had the cool. ice cream. That was on my team. Ooh, ice cream. I can go yeah. for some ice cream right now. I kind of want, like, some sherbet right now. Like, last night I went out, and I was like, man, I could go some Froyo. And everybody's like, we just got custard last night. I'm like, but I could really go some for, for some, like, Froyo right now. <laughs> uh, I have gelato in the freezer. I'm I, a happy girl. I just want to go get some Froyo, put some gummy bears on it, and uh, but either way, go lurk. Uh, <laughs> cooler than ice cream. He is cooler than ice cream. Um, I he can didn't realize I was making a terrible pun there. He can learn fly, um, which is cool. And there's actually a comic crack. by uh, Rare Candy Treatment or something. I think oh, is yeah. the name of the comic. Um, he doesn't do it anymore, but one of them he has the guy. He's just like he's like I'm gonna teach you fly, uh, tranquil. And then his Golurk like comes out of its Pokeball, and it's like, it's like 
wait, go look, you can learn fly too. And so he like teaches it fly and you just see like, mm-hmm. he's just like riding on the back of this rocket ship robot. And... <laughs> it's, it's pretty good. Uh, All right, good. TCG cards. Oh yes, TCG cards. So there's three of them currently in rotation. Um, none of them are great, uh, unfortunately. Um, I, so there's, uh, two, I believe, psychic types and then one ground type. Uh, there were two in the, what, Ancient Origin set. But the, there's one from Furious Fist. It's not that great. Um, for a psychic and two colorless, you can do, uh, Wreck, which says if there's any stadium card in play, this attack does 60 more damage. Discard that stadium card. Which you don't want to do, especially with psychic types right now, because you get the, uh, what's the card called? Dimension uh, Valley? Dimension Valley, which lets you take away one of those psychic costs or a colorless cost. Mm. Yeah, and then the other one's Golar Camera for a psychic and three colorless. That's like awful for a hundred damage. Um, so the other one actually has one of those crazy like Omega abilities. It's the Omega Stop, um, which prevents the effects of all Pokemon abilities done to this Pokemon, except he has an ability, which means he's a double type. Which means when he's in play, he counts as both a psychic and a fighting type. And for four mm. colorless energy, he can do superpower, which is 80 plus. Uh, and you're allowed to do 40 more damage. And if you do, you do 20 damage to yourself. Wow. Uh, who who wants that? You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> I do. Yeah, no, you don't. And then, so in, uh, there's also another one you we have, which is uh, a ground type. It's from Ancient Origins. It, for one colorless, you can do Dig Out for 20 damage, which discards the top card of your deck, and if it's a fighting energy card, you can attach it to this Pokemon. And then it has another attack, Double Lariat, for 90 times, and it's for one fighting and three colorless. So many energy for all of these Golurk, um, and it's not worth it. Uh, flip two coins. This attack does 90 damage times the number of heads. No, don't flip coins ever in the TCG. Uh, there's so many ways to get around flipping coins. <laughs> Yeah, I'm learning that slowly, as yeah. you repeat it every 10 minutes in every TCG podcast. Please and don't rightly, flip coins. Rightly so, I mean. Don't flip coins. It's awful. Um, uh. But, yes, if you would like to learn more about Pokemon, you can check out PucklePodcast.com. We have a variety of writers writing a variety of articles. Uh, you can check out Jushiro, Mickey Panda, Locke, Whimsicott, um, Snag, and Basket. They're doing wonderful things. Uh-huh. Uh, and? I'm I'm not... Oh, and Viger's doing the news. Scrawn and? told me not to mention himself. And? And Sublime. Yes. And so there we go. And you guys can check those out at PucklePodcast.com. Plenty of writers writing excellent articles. All right. Um, so we are going to kick it on over now, guys, to the mailbag, just to see what you guys sent in. So we will catch you when we get there. for the mailbag sending your emails the mail's here check your inbox it's time for the mailbag mail And on to the mailbag, as always, the mailbag is brought to you by the energy drink Green Toros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Oh, one, yeah, there we go. 
That last time I was too early and I didn't want to do that again. <laughs> you're the exact opposite. Um, as always, uh, if you're new to the show, this is the segment where we read listener emails on the show. We get to as many as we can. Um, sometimes it's all of them. Sometimes it's not, um, unfortunately, because we don't want to keep this too long. But on top of that, we also have uh, emails. We give you guys a question prompt every every week as well. And this week it was, what starter are you going to pick in Sun and Moon since those were recently announced? So we're going to dive right on in, and we're going to see what's going on. So this one, first one is from Ruminate. Hi, Thatch and whoever he has. Are we seriously already on Gen 7? Is it just me, or did Gen 6 go by way too quickly? I think it has to do with Omega Ruby slash Alpha Sapphire hogging the limelight of the majority of the generation and leaving Kalos behind in the dust. Anyway, it looks like we're headed for Gen 7, whether I'm ready or not. In terms of dream starters, Gen 7 has given me 2 out of 3, and I'm having a terrible, t- uh, having trouble deciding who to choose. I've never been this torn on starters before. Charmander, Cyndaquil, Mudkip, Oshawott, and Chespin easily stood out as my favorites from the get-go. I've always wanted the grass starter that was a bird, although I was hoping for a kiwi named Kiweed. Uh, I'd fire Tiger to continue the Chinese Zodiac theme, as that's my sign. If only Pop Leo had been an elephant. We could have gone three for three, but hey, if Oshawott can be a sea lion samurai, stranger things have happened. <laughs> As for what which starter I'd choose, I'd, right now I'd have to say Rollet. Good choice. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, the little grass-type owl with a bow tie is hard to resist, and the potential for Doctor Who puns has is also hard to pass up. Litton, though, is a tempting choice as well. This may be a generation where I have to do two playthroughs, one with Rollet and one with Litton. Sorry, Pop Leo. If you, do, if you do evolve into some kind of elephant, I'll reconsider. Nothing personal. You just aren't as exciting by comparison. I mean, I think they did that on purpose. Like, Renenja was, like, so hype mm. <laughs> compared to the other two. So, like, you had to t- tone down the water starter. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Since we're running to a, since we're going to Alola, uh, there will be plenty of legitimate reasons to mention flip-flops. Still holding out for Megadonfin. Ruminate. <laughs> Wonderful. All right, so the next one is from Savvy, and I think Whimsicott wanted this one. I do. I also want to claim another one later. So okay, we'll that's fine. Work around a few things. I, I'm being very demanding. Oh, today. I know. This is so difficult, reading emails. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is from Savvy, my, my friend. Okay, she just says, Fetch a quick word of advice. Don't watch Naruto. I already Amaterasu, have. Amaterasu, <laughs> and Izanagi are all common words. As a side note, I laugh my eerie off. Quick question. My boyfriend and I can't decide on the possible typing of the legendary lion. Your thoughts? That is all. Head your crazy out. I'm hoping Fire Fairy. That's what I'm th- I want. That's what I that want. I don't know if it's what's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. I would love Fire Fairy, though. I, I would absolutely adore it if it was Fire Fairy, but it doesn't look like Fire Fairy. No, I, I would be, I'd be really happy with just, like, Fairy, even. You know what I mean? I but, think the Lion is absolutely a fire type. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be Fire something else. It's either Fire or Fire something else, but probably, unfortunately, not Fire Fairy. Yeah. Um. All right. Right, Thanks right. for that, Savvy. Uh, let's move on to Coyote King. Coyote King. Coyote uh, King. Right. I have uh, no idea. Shamu. All right. I got this one. 
Hey guys, it's me again. I wrote in last week before the Sun and Moon news was released, and I've been shrieking inarticulately in excitement ever since. I'd finally started to wind down and listen to the new Puckle podcast when, behold, you all read off my email. I'm quite thrilled. Shout out to whoever was my fellow poison type lover. That would have been Scrawn. Scrawn. Yeah. Uh, I think the Alolo region is beautiful. But it reminded me very much of the Oblivion re- region from Pokemon Ranger Guardian Signs. Was anyone else reminded of that? Um, I have I, never played it. I played it, but I don't remember what it looks like. So, yeah. Alright. On to the mailbag. Those starter choices. To be honest, I'm torn. And I'll tell you why. I absolutely adore that fluffy little owl, Rowlet. He's taking the internet by storm, too. So the more artwork I see, the more I love it. However, I heard a rumor that Litten's evolutionary line, evolutionary line might turn into a fire poison type. That's... Oh, Shamu? Did we lose you? Oh my goodness, did, I think... Did I cut out? Yeah, you cut out. Yeah. It's okay. okay. Alright, where was I? Oh. <laughs> if that's the case. <laughs> if that's the case, I'll dump the little bird in a heartbeat and proclaim Team Litten forever. And finally, I listened to three different Pokemon podcasts throughout the week to save... To save off eventual insanity when I can't play. So congratulations on being my favorite podcast of those three. Woo, so keep them coming. Woo. I'll even sit through your intro music. I won't fast forward. Promise. I'll even sit through your intro music. Oh, he's crying somewhere <laughs> and he doesn't know why. <laughs> so I end this with a question for you guys that you may have answered before. If you were a gym leader, what would your Pokemon type be, your team, and why? Um, obviously mine would be Poison, and my team would be Nidoqueen, Dragology, Crobat, Skullipede, Gengar, and Mega Venusaur. Hashtag give me more Poison Mega this gen. Anyhow, I'm off to check out your website. Sayonara, Pokalonians. That was... Kyotai. Mm, okay. Whoa. So, uh, I'm guessing you'd be, uh, water-type team leader? I guess I would have to be, right? Because stereotypes... Um, yeah, I mean, because you were one in Lost Summer League. Yeah, this year I'm not. <laughs> oh, it's uh, interesting. This year I'm, well, like, it's boring to play the same type, and also yeah, water's an I... awful type to build around with our rules. Yeah. Mm. We have new rules now, too, so it's kind of a bit harder. Yeah, it's it's really dumb playing with these rules, and, like, I mean, I mean, not dumb playing with the rules in general, but, like, water type's a hard type to build around for that. Yeah. So, and, what would your type be, actually? Uh, this year, this year my type's ground. No, I mean, if you were to answer... Oh, I don't know. I mean, it's Pokemon. I don't think I'd be a gym leader. <laughs> I would totally have either a grass-type or a fairy-type team. Oh, yeah. Would there be a Whimsicott? Oh, uh, I don't know. Let me think about it. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd probably want something like, I don't know, let's say, let's say grass-type. I'm going with Mega Venusaur and uh, probably a Cradily because every other grass type is weak to flying. So it would, might be interesting to have a Cradily. Nobody uses Cradily, but it's a very interesting Pokemon. And then I'd probably have to like go with some of my favorites like Leafeon, uh, possibly something like Lilligant. And I don't know. The last one could be Blossom or a Vileplume or something else that I just like. Because let's face it, everyone is going to walk all over a grass type gym anyway. That's true. I might as well bring my favorites. I actually almost used one 
you know, for the thought of Summer League, but I just couldn't get it to work. No, no, grass is a bell. terrible typing. It had some uses, though. I can't even deny that. Like, there's some Pokemon that were really good to have. Yeah, I mean, two of them, you have to fill an entire team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. You're not going to do that. All right, let's move on. Uh, so this next one is from the Sentient Pokeball. Uh, last time on the Adventures of the Sentient Pokeball, I mostly just walked, talked about how Magnezone is the best Pokemon ever, and that was about it. How fitting that this time I will be talking about how Rowlet is the best starter ever, or at the very least, the best starter of this generation. From sheer volume of memes created within hours of this Pokemon's unveiling, to the fact that it can turn its head around to listen to its trainer's commands, this little guy, or gal, 12.5% of the time, just can't be beat. Litten looks cool, and I probably would use it on a second version playthrough, if I had bought the second version of the games, and Poplio is just okay. Even if Rollet's final evolutions ends up working, looking terrible, that'll be okay. Actually, there was some news that dropped about this, or rumors, quote-unquote, that dropped yeah. about this. We can talk about that yeah. here, though, in a little bit. Um, because a starter this awesome can't have a bad final evolution, and this is statistically impossible. As a side note, this will make the fourth generation that I pick a grass starter in. So Rowlet will be joining Bulbasaur, Turtwig, and Chespin in the Cool Kids Club. Finally, I love the trivia near the beginning of the episode. I think you've placed it in the great spot right between the news and the topic. It's a great way to continue the spirit of trivia contests on your website that you guys used to do. I'm eager to hear more of the cool facts about Pokemon that I didn't know yet and to hear which co-host will manage to do well in this game. That's it for me, so I'll catch you guys on the flip-flop. The sentient Pokeball. On the flop-flip. Oh, on the flop-flip. I'm sorry. I'm just reading things the way I think they should be. (laughs) All right, so... Um, Shamu, you get this next one from R Sigma as well because we're oh, going I back gotta, to the normal order. I gotta find which one because I don't. What? Which one? I don't. Yahoo. Oh, I see it. Okay, I'm like Pokelonian. Yo, as I started, as I stated last week, I am the hash. I am of the hashtag Team Litten, spelled L I T T E N. It had a sweet coloration and I'm pretty certain I won't it won't find fighting as a secondary type. There's a little bit of internal strife when making the decision, but then I remembered that Pokemon musicals are unlikely to return, so I won't be able to dress Rowlet up in a top hat, monocle and a cane. Oh. And also what what good is an owl owlet in a bulb in a bow tie like like that can't wait, I'm like losing myself. What good is an owlet in a bow tie that can't thinga about the Muna as well as the Juna and the Springa? As for Poplio, it isn't that I dislike it. It is more that I am disappointed that it can't evolve from the Samurott. <laughs> I've, heard whis- I've heard whispers that, po- that if Poplio goes into a battle against a Cubone or a Marowak in a non-Japanese game, its spray will take the form of a politically correct Yeti. <laughs> Wait. Ending with a quick shout-out to the spectacular fossil Pokemon Archon and Archeops, who both ranked in the top 50 of all Pokemon in a Japanese Pokemon General Election preliminary result. Archeops even soared all the way up to the 15th spot, placing it above the 705 other Pokemon, which sounds, right, which sounds about right to me, too. R-Sigma, the Righteous Justice. Maybe I should change that website icon to Magnet Warrior... That Sigma, <laughs> Sigma plus. That would actually be pretty I'm cool. I'm guessing that's a physics joke. No, it's right? a Yu-Gi-Oh no. joke. It's oh. a Yu-Gi-Oh card, yeah. yeah. One of the anime cards. It's a Yu-Gi-Oh joke. All right, moving on. Um, we have this next one from. 
Let's see. Phoenix Scyther, this is for you, Whimsicott. All right. Hello, Puckle people. Firstly, some very high compliments on the podcast. Thank you. Every week I look forward to it, so I had to become a patron. I feel like you have become a massive part of my life, and I hope you will be for a long time. Oh, we hope so, too. On to the mailbag. For my starter, as it stands, I think I'll be going for Rowlet. Despite the crazy ice-type weakness, I still think he looks like he could be fun to play with. Or I might just close my eyes and flick my way through them and pick whichever I land on. <laughs> I think I might try and avoid finding out too much about the games before I play it. Which might be hard, seeing as us Europeans have to wait an extra day. Oh my god. Yes, we do have to <laughs> wait an extra five days. My brother, come here. <clears throat> uh, well, thank you for being a Patreon. That's that's yeah. Helpful, thank you for sure. Anyway, keep up the good work, Phoenix Scyther. Uh, I have an evil plan what? for that. You will be able to hear about it in the next live episode. So keep <laughs> an ear out for that. Oh yeah. All right, guys. Here we go. So this next one is from Pocket. Hello, hello. Pocket is writing in again. I've recently finished listening to the 100th episode of Puckle. Oh, God. Um, listening to classic Puckle alongside the new episodes feels almost like collecting old comic books at this point. Waiting to see the first appearances of regular Puckle co-hosts. I would, I could liken the hearing the first mailbag from Bosephus to finding that first appearance of Wolverine. <laughs> and I'm working backwards with the new episodes. I'm almost at 200. I can't help but throw my head back and laugh every time I hear how certain Thatch was that Pokemon Z announcements were so inevitable. Oh, yeah. Uh, Okay, let's thing. get to the mailbag. First impressions on the starters. Wow, they're kind of ugly. The owl is cute, though. But first impressions for me are a little harsh at first. I'm not a fun person to be around during E3. <laughs> My second impression is that I still like Rollet a lot. Pablo has grown on me a lot, and I'm indifferent towards Litten. That being said, I don't want to decide which one I'll choose until I see their final evolutions. If that cute little owl just becomes a big, leafy knocked owl, I may lose interest. No matter what, though... I can't see any of these guys being breakout stars like Charizard and Greninja, but we'll see. Since you liked my Pikachu, I'll leave you with another drawing before you, uh, before you, I catch you on the closing time. Pocket is outie. Um, <laughs> so, uh, the starter thing that I wanted to talk about, like, very briefly. Um, so they went on the Japanese website and they looked at the uh, objects that were the pictures of the typing uh, for the starters. And they found additional typing. So type 1 is grass. Type 2 is flying, type 3 is ground, type 4 is fire, type 5 is water, and type 6 is fighting. And then if you type in 7 and onward, you don't get anything, you get an error. So there are these three additional, or these two additional typings, I should say, hidden in the code of the Japanese website. Not hidden, even. It's, it's very easy to find. Mm. So it's uh, been speculated, a lot of people speculate that, um, uh, what is it? That Litten. Litten will be getting a ground type, and... Poplio will be getting a fighter type, and I think that's incorrect. Um, They've also mentioned that um, it, that ground type might be meant for Owlet. Rowlet. I think I think it's I think you're 100 correct. I think it's meant for Rowlet. I think it's going to lose the flying typing. Because what um, they it's built well. Okay, so catch so grass type starters are all based on uh, extinct animals. Yes. Correct. We we agree. So in Hawaii, there's an extinct uh extinct breed of owl called the stilt owl. Mm -hmm. Um, and they hunted mostly on the ground. They just, like, walk around on the ground. They don't fly. They're like, um, um they're like Digger, Digging Owl or something they're called yeah. now. They've yeah, got, well, like, they're, they're, they're extinct now. Um, some, ever since, ever since pigs were introduced to Hawaii, they're extinct. Oh, in Hawaii, sure. I'm talking about everywhere else. Like, it's, well, yeah, so but... They, you're they're essentially... Like, 
you're telling me the Rowlet is going to change its typing into a type that another starter already has, and it's still going to be four times weak to eyes? Yes. Um, That's what I'm telling you right now. I think Linton's going to be pure fire. That isn't true. I think Linton's going to stay pure fire and just be like a bigger tiger. Um, And then Poplio, I think, is going to be really interesting because I think he will go water fighting. And probably turn into like a strong man from the circus, or even like people are saying, an elephant. An elephant would be cool. Um, well, I can kind of see the strongman part. But yeah, I, oh, I can see the strongman thing happening. Metten evolved into the Sun Legendary. <laughs> <laughs> that, that I could actually see. That would be a. But that, yeah, I meant to talk about that earlier today, and I don't know why it slipped my mind. Um, so, Shamu, you want to grab this next one from All right. Cookie? All right. All right. Hey, you guys. I was sitting here, just signed up. For the Johto Classic, and I thought to myself that I, that I needed to just send you guys a quick email to say thanks. You guys in the podcast have not only revitalized my love for Pokemon, but maybe actually want to be better at it. I spent weeks breeding, nature slash IV checking, and EV training to put, to, get, to put together a team that I like, and I feel I had a chance to actually win some matches. And yes, I did put together a pretty hefty mill tank with five perfect IVs, which I am super proud of it. After that, at the Summer League, and finishing my VGC 2016 team, I'm sure it's too late in the VGC season to actually get enough points to play in a larger competition. But at least um, I'll- maybe if you can find some premier challenges around you, um, you can get a lot of points. Like I'm sitting at six right now, and I've only participated in like one international challenge, and then the other five came from like a weekend of premier challenges. <laughs> but at least I'll be primed for next year. Anyway, like I said, I just wanted to say thanks. Keep it up, Cookie. Uh, yeah, I would suggest you're not down. You're not down yet. <laughs> um, so we have one more. Oh well, I guess two more now. Um, uh, from uh, a new listener. Well, I guess we're actually close to our time. But uh, a new listener, Jordan. So uh, Whimsicott, take this one. Yeah. All right. Hi, Puckle Casters and the rest of the Puckle community. A big shout-out from across the pond in little old London. I recently stumbled across your podcast, and over the past few months, I have been loving your knowledgeable and comical insight into all things Pokemon. Your podcast is a weekly justification for the 30-somethings long-term guilty pleasure, Pokemon. The new trivia section was a great addition to your already exceptional lineup. There is no denying the questions were tricky. At first, I was sure I knew the answers, but I was seriously questioning my own knowledge. The boys did well, but will they do better? Let's see. Moving on to the new starters. It's easy. Hashtag Team Poplio. Wait, don't stop reading. I was only playing with you. Rowlet is the obvious choice, followed not too closely by Litten. Rowlet has to be the most popular. Look at his completion. A snotty-nosed sea lion and an oily kitten. Oh, that was competition, sorry. Come on! I have a feeling the evolutions and possible megas might sway the vote. One last point to finish on. I had real trouble whilst creating an account on PucklePodcast.com, and I still have trouble answering one of the questions. Who is my favorite Pokemon? Being a Gen 1 veteran, Charizard is my automatic answer, but I feel after so many years I should move on and pick one of the other 720 to 723. However many Pokemon there are. What do you think? 
Anyway, I love to get a steak at the Ryehorn Steakhouse. I might even treat myself to some buffalant wings. Catch you on the flip flop, Jordan, aka Fastback. And I apologize, this was my attempt at a British accent, <laughs> and I don't that, think it worked very well. That was an accent? Uh, what? Yeah. All right. So... Thank you, guys. I feel so much better now. Good. <laughs> so here we go. This is this is our last email from our friend Ten Little Men. He just sent it in right now. So we have we have another time for one more, so we can read it. Uh, salutations, Puckle. It's Ten Little Men here, writing in this week's mailbag. I imagine you've probably read tons of letters already, so I'll try to keep this brief. I'm super excited for Pokemon Sun and Moon. I'll still waiting on a good abbreviation, by the way. Uh, as Sun and Moon, just call it Sun and Moon. It's literally like an extra six letters, not even. Uh, as the region and I and already human-looking characters are great. For starters, I am totally on hashtag Team Rollet, which means nothing because I'm starting with Poplio anyways. Mm-hmm. Rollet is objectively the best, but my friend and I always play through the games and w- w- games with always starts with the grass starter. And my brother likes Litten way more than I do. If leaks are to be believed, then Poplio will be an incredibly good final typing, so at least be somewhat competitively viable. Uh, maybe. Well, I must be going. Talk to you next week. 20 owl flip-flops and 10 little men flying away. <laughs> All right. And that is it for this week's mailbag, guys. So we want to know from you guys um, next week, what is your favorite competitive Pokemon? Uh, let us know. Send us an email at pucklepodcast.gmail.com. Uh, in the meantime, if you're looking for some more puckly goodness to fill your life, we should be having another uh, Puckle Movie Club happening this week. Um, yes. If not, at the end of the week on the 28th, I believe, there is a Puckle movie night. So you can go check that out and we can all watch Pokemon Heroes together. So that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, in addition, you can check out um, everything. You can check out PucklePodcast.com. Um, you can check out our social media, which is uh, Twitter at PucklePodcast, Facebook, Facebook.com slash PucklePodcast, Reddit, r slash Puckle, Tumblr, PucklePodcast.com.tumblr.com. Uh, pucklepodcast.tumblr.com, I mean. And if you are free, it would be great if you would leave us a review on iTunes. We just recently got a couple, and they warm the insides of my heart very much so. They keep me going. Uh, <laughs> it also helps people find the uh, podcast in a larger field of podcast. So please do that if you have the time. Um, and, uh, again, if you have a little bit of extra money and you feel like donating to Puckle and helping us out financially, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash Puckle Podcast, and you can do, you can donate some money in exchange for some really cool rewards. Speaking of which, I'm getting those. I'm sorry for the delay, guys. It's just been so rough, um, with the wedding and everything. So, thank you for not (laughs) getting mad at me. <laughs> um, they they will be made and put out very soon. And for those of you coming to PuckleCon, I'll probably just make you pick it up. Uh, <laughs> uh, you'll get yours soon enough, Whimsicott. No, I, I wasn't. Uh, it's okay. It's oh, it's the PuckleCon thing. I'm aware. Uh, yeah. Um, mailbag badge. Oh yeah! So the Green Tourist <laughs> badge for an email that we think was worthy. Who do you who do you guys vote for? Um. Duh. Nothing really stood out to me. Something stood out to me, but I don't know if this person already has the Green Taurus badge. Uh, Ruminate. Well, I don't know that Ruminate does, actually. Because um, I, w- I really like his idea for a, a Kiwi bird starter named yeah, Kiwi. Kiwi. That was, that was yeah. pretty... Okay. That was you, awesome. know what? you know what, Ruminate? You get it this week, then. Uh, you get the Green Taurus badge. 
Uh, go to PucklePodcast.com to receive it. Um, so outside of that, guys, um, check out the website. Check out our social media, uh, just like I said. And if you get a little extra change, it'd be helpful. Uh, we can do some great things with that. And as I, as I want to make clear, none of that money sees my pockets at all. It goes straight into the community. Um, none of us are doing anything with it. We're, we are putting it right back in the community in forms of giveaways and prizes and stuff. Uh, all right then. So I guess I'm Trader Thatch. I'm Shamu. I am the Buffy Swimsicott. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. excellent badge this week if you enter this phrase before May 29th. Can go lurk love. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.